Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Today, I'm sharing 10 manifestation lessons I learned this year. I always love listening to other people's kind of list formatted episodes. So I thought this would be fun for us to do together. So these lessons are in no order and they are honestly things that have really, really helped my journey this year. And so hopefully sharing them forward can just give you some perspective on your manifestation journey, what that means for you, spirituality and all of that. I have a list of 10. Um, Let's see if I stick to them, if I adjust, add more, or dive way too into some of them. But I'm excited because I think this honestly was such a nice reflector for me to do just personally and thinking about my year. So if you listened to last week's episode where we did that guided ritual for the end of the year and the beginning of the year, this might be a fun um, just add-on journaling question. I loved kind of answering this question for myself. And so I hope you might enjoy as well. Okay. The first lesson is that manifestation is truly a way of living. I think internally I had always known this and always even acted like this. But when I would explain manifestation forward, I realized, and I'm so observant of what people assume that means. And I think people in my life, my students, people in my community, a lot of people assume that manifestation means that you play with crystals all day, or you say a bunch of affirmations, or you meditate, or you're only thinking positive. And I think it's so much deeper than that. And I think it's really easy to kind of shame manifestation. I think it's actually so profound, some of the principles that are based in manifestation philosophy. Because in order to manifest, there is so much um, shifting in the way you show up that is so required. And I don't think that it's effective if we just approach it like it's a project that we're trying to meet a deadline on. I think manifestation is the most effective when it's embedded and integrated and weaved into everything we do. What I mean by this is, right, manifestation is like like attracts like. How you treat others is how they're going to treat you back. So, for example, I have a lot of students and friends who are trying to manifest more friends. So when it's convenient for them, they are so kind and so nice. But when it's someone who they're not looking to be a friend, they're so rude. And that it doesn't that's it doesn't work like that. It's not manifestation isn't only when it's convenient for you. It's how you are, how you show up in the world constantly. It's like 
being a good person all the time, which is what I think all spiritual and religious philosophies try to teach. But I think manifestation is oftentimes pitched as kind of the bypass. It's kind of pitched as the fast track to get what you want. But I don't think there is a fast track. I think the fastest track is kind of putting your ego aside and doing this all the time in all lenses of life and showing up with awareness and the willingness to learn and the willingness to shift what beliefs serve you versus don't serve you and seek to not judge and not judge yourself or others. And I just think that it being a lifestyle and me approaching it that way has completely shifted where things used to feel like I was forcefully kind of conspiring and strategically manifesting. And now it's just who I am. So that was the biggest lesson that I think I was able to articulate this year and really actually teach forward. And that's kind of become my new goal and mission is how can I teach you how to make manifestation your lifestyle? Because we all have a different lifestyle. So that's the first one. The second one is approaching discipline and consistency and honestly, everything in life as manifestation. I know this is very abstract. It's not very tangible, but I think we only kind of apply manifestation, right? Affirmations, observation, reprogramming, knowing what it is that you want, letting go of what it is that you don't want, and kind of choosing more positive thoughts, choosing more optimistic thoughts, and then being forgiving and being less attached to the outcome. I think we only apply it to things like your dream job or your soulmate. But I think there's such missed opportunity when you don't approach kind of qualities of who you are, the way you live your life as a manifestation as well. I like to call these non-specific manifestations, such as being consistent or being disciplined. And being consistent and disciplined is a big part of the manifestation process. I think it's part of any kind of growth and evolution in life, consistency and discipline. But I think there are very preconceived notions about what that looks like. So when you approach discipline and consistency as your own personal manifestation, part of that process is defining what that looks like for you. And you have control over what discipline and consistency looks like rather than someone else's definition. So this applies to everything. Maybe it's being more confident. Maybe it's being more assertive. Maybe it's being kinder. Maybe it's being less judgmental. Approach all of these very abstract concepts also as manifestation. It's the same exact process. And I think that is such a powerful way to kind of shift your life is that everything is a manifestation that builds on top of each other instead of just siloing manifestation. And I felt this way for a while where I was like, I'm done manifesting. I have my dream home, my dream business, my dream body, my dream husband. I have all of that now what? But it's like, no, we always are evolving. Maybe I could be a little bit more loving. Maybe I could be a little bit more expressive. Maybe I could be a little bit more confident. And so realizing that everything is a manifestation and approaching the super unabstract aspects, as well as some of the things that you need to help you become an even better manifester as a manifestation itself. I know that was kind of inception-y, but Listen to it again if I was speaking too fast. It is a very helpful um, concept to kind of go through and implement. 
Um, okay. My third manifestation lesson I learned this year is the power of spending time with yourself in quiet. I use my time with myself as a time to listen to podcasts, listen to audiobooks, listen to sound healing, or read a book, or paint, or do something. But there's very few times, besides when I'm maybe going to bed, that I am just spending time with myself in quiet in my own energy. And I think that is one of the keys to self-awareness, which I think helps you on your manifestation journey so much because the more self-awareness you have, the more and more you're understanding your little triggers and what it is that you really want and what's actually in your way. And it gives you such a kind of upper hand as you dive into the manifestation journey. Um, Another lesson I learned is that the people around us or the people that are in our lives do play a role and not because they're that powerful, so to speak, but because we let them have that power. So the people that you spend time with, the energy and the way that they make you feel plays a role in your manifestation. So notice how your energy is impacted by the people around you. Do you have friends that you go hang out with and you can't stop complaining about them? Even if it has nothing to do with what you're manifesting, that is lowering your vibration. Do you have certain family members who trigger the heck out of you and you just don't want to spend time with them? That's probably a signal that you should look at those triggers and work through them, even if it has nothing to do with what you're working on or what you're trying to manifest. So I think we can learn a lot from the people around us and the people in our lives, whether they are a stranger or your best friend or someone you love dearly, the people around us, they can't impact directly our desires and our vibration. It's basically the permission that we're giving them and the way that we perceive ourselves in their eyes that gives us, um, kind of alters our vibration. So notice how much your energy is actually impacted by the world around you and by people around you and adjust where it's not serving you. Hi, beautiful friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to hit pause for 15 seconds and share with you about my spiritual membership I created to help you raise your vibration and manifest with ease. I created a it so you can have access to all, and I really mean all of the spiritual tools you need to step into your higher self and watch your dreams manifest with ease. If you're really ready to dive into your spirituality and connect with your highest self, I invite you to join the Affirmant membership. More details are in the show notes if you're interested. And now let's jump back in. The next one is nobody owes you anything except yourself, not even the universe. I have found, or at least I've observed in myself and in some of my students and clients that we sometimes feel like the universe owes us um, what we're asking for because we're like putting in so much time in our spiritual work. And manifestation and this work is not an, it's not a transaction Maybe it is an exchange, but it's not a transaction where someone owes you anything. And 
I've seen the biggest things that take away our peace. And so many of our manifestations in general are fueled by what we think people owe us. We think people owe us love. So we want a soulmate. We think our boss owes us a raise or a better work-life balance. So that's what we're manifesting. And notice how many of your manifestations are a very, very, very subconscious way of feeling like someone owes you something. And the more we believe and feel that people owe us something, the more and more we're giving our power away. And this isn't to say that like no one's energy matters and it's all on you because I know that can put a false sense of pressure. But I think it's the most freeing thing when I don't have to depend on anyone else for my sense of happiness and for my sense of freedom or peace because that independence in co-creation with the universe and knowing that as humans, we are all connected and we are all one, but not seeing anybody else as outside of me. That's when we feel like there is a disconnect. If you feel so connected to someone and their manifestation is as juicy and good as your manifestation, then I don't think this applies to you. But I feel like I've met very few people who actually feel genuinely so excited for anyone else as it was for them. So realizing that no one really owes you anything except you and not putting that pressure because that puts that gives your power away and that puts a lower um, frequency into those relationships, creating way too much expectation. The next one is number six, is that things can turn around overnight. Things can manifest overnight. This is contrary to popular belief. And I say this with caution because I'm not asking you to manifest on a timeline of overnight, but if there is enough flowiness and enough freedom in energy, things can manifest overnight. I experienced that multiple times this year where things I was working on, I just thought of it and it happened the next day, or it was something that looked like there was such evidence the night before and the year before, and then all in one night, it shifted drastically like some of my biggest goals. Um, It can happen overnight. And a deeper layer of that is manifestation is so momentary. It is such a moment by moment thing. One moment you haven't met your soulmate and the next moment you have. And the only difference of that is one single second. So it's kind of a play on dropping and playing with the way you think of time and the pressure you're putting on time because we look at time as a barrier and look at time as a companion and as a divinity rather than as something that's in your way. The next one is taking things crumbling as a sign of growth. I talk about this all the time, but when you feel like your world is falling apart, you are literally physically, energetically, vibrationally making more space for better things to come. And if in that crumble, you can manage your energy, you will be absolutely blown away. In that moment where you want to just feel so shitty, you can actually choose to acknowledge that this is scary and feel and choose to be like, maybe there is something better. And you would be so surprised as to how the universe will just come to support that notion. Um, I had this happen multiple times where things just felt like they were going completely haywire. 
And I paused before I reacted and it healed itself back up or it shifted completely so fast because it was a sign of it's about to evolve so much better than you could imagine. The next one is getting out of victim mode. Once again, this is another version of taking away your power. Nothing is happening to you. Everything is happening for you. That is such a repetitive kind of statement. It is so popular, which I love because I think it's such a powerful reality shift and a mindset shift once you understand it. But if you can look at nothing is happening to you, everything is happening for you for your expansion, for your benefit, walking around like you know the world and the universe is conspiring for you. And that knowing is very, very, very beautiful. Nothing is happening to you. It's not a why me or it's not working for me or it works for everyone else but me. It is, this is happening for me and for my greatest good and for the greatest good of all. That is such a potent energy to sit in. And I really invite you to make that into an affirmation for yourself. The next one is that the little things really do add up to the big things. The little things make such a difference. We almost think that saying a single affirmation or taking a deep breath isn't going to do much it makes a world of a difference. We sometimes think that being nice to a stranger or setting a gentle boundary with someone is just too subtle. We think that everything has to be this grandiose gesture and that has to match the magnitude of the manifestation we're hoping. But what I've really learned this year is that the little things are the big things and the little things make up the big things. The little moment where you decided to apologize rather than hold a grudge, the little moment where you decided to get off your phone and get outside, the little moment where you decided to infuse affirmations into your matcha that morning, all of those add up to such big manifestations and big shifts and big energy changes that I've really realized the little moments are not so little. The little moments are where the magic happens because the big moments are actually just 1% of it. And the rest of our lives is made up of such cute, small, baby little moments, like brushing your teeth in the morning and making yourself breakfast or going out to eat with a friend. It's like, how can you make that little moment such a beautiful, masterful, blessed kind of big moment? Because that energy into all your little moments will create even bigger, big moments. And then lastly... Seeking clarity and being open to receive clarity is one of the most freeing things you can do. And I know that's vague, but let me tell you, when clarity, what I mean by clarity isn't not, it's not knowing exactly what you want. Clarity, I think, is actually having permission and giving yourself the permission to admit where you are, where you want to be, and what it is that you actually envision for yourself. I think we all know exactly what we want. I think we haven't been taught to pull it out under the weeds. I think we are taught to only want realistic things. I think we're taught to only want what makes sense or what's going to serve everybody else. I think we pretend to not have certain desires. And I think a lot of our desires are fueled by our egos. I think a lot of our desires are not actually what we want. They are what we believe 
everyone else wants us to want. And it's just this web and complicated thing of most 99.9% of the times what you're manifesting isn't actually what you want. And I know that's so confusing and so scary, but when you can focus on getting to know yourself, getting to know what makes you happy, getting to know what triggers you and why that's a service to you, getting to know how you handle things, that and in that clarity, you'll start to understand what it is that you want, who it is that you want to be, how it is that you want to show up in the world. And that's where the true clarity really comes. And I experienced that this year where I got clarity when I cut out everyone else's noise. I cut out how they were showing up. I cut out what they were in kind of inspiring me to do. And peeling back, I think getting clarity of what it is that you actually want. If no one was watching, if no one else existed, what would your dream life be? Without anyone else, without anything else, what would that be? That is how you know what it is that you want because no one, like we said earlier, owes you anything. So basing your manifestation off of a person um, and off of like receiving someone, whether it's friends, family, a soulmate, is not like the depth of what you're looking for. It's not actually what you're looking for because in the end, it is you and you living this life and there's other souls that you're touching and working with, but you have your own unique set of desires that no one has ever desired before. So there's no way that your desires can match somebody else's because everyone has a completely unique way of desiring things and looking at someone else's desires and saying, I want that too, is one surface level layer, but there's a deeper layer that no one else has ever seen. And you almost can't admit it to yourself because you feel like it's unrealistic and unfathomable. That is the clarity I'm talking about. That is, I think, profound clarity. I think it is scary to get there because it feels so far reaching, but that kind of far reaching, scary clarity is actually what you want and who you are meant to be. And it is so freeing when you are ready to admit that self after asking the right questions, spending time with yourself, integrating manifestation as a lifestyle. I think all of that leads to more and more and more and more clarity. And it is a wild ride once you get that clarity, because when you are unafraid to ask for what you want and are confident and decisive and the fact that you will receive it, it happens so fast and it's honestly mind-blowing. It Time dissolves. Time is not a factor there. So you want those quick manifestations. This, These kind of lessons are the way, are the steps. My life in ways that I probably could never explain completely changed this year in instantaneous ways. And these are all the lessons that I kind of learned this year personally, and they've really, really helped me shift my relationship with manifestation while manifesting the most stuff and the most energetic upgrades and the most joy and sense of peace and good feelings that I've ever consistently felt before. And it came with such a wave of gratitude and it offered me such a wave of gratitude that I had to share these lessons forward. So I know some of them are a little inception-y, but 
take it with a grain of salt while also not feeling like you have to literally analyze everything. Maybe just feel the energy. I do think things go deeper than just words, although I love words. Um, sometimes it it doesn't have to be analyzed or processed. It just has to be felt. So see how these lessons resonate with you. As a quick recap, manifestation is a lifestyle. Number two, approach discipline, consistency, and other abstract concepts as manifestations. Three, notice how much your energy is impacted by others and how you handle that. Four, spend time with yourself in quiet with no noise. Five, nobody owes you anything except yourself. Six, things can turn around overnight. Seven, get out of victim mode. Eight, take things crumbling as a sign of growth. Nine, the little things are the big things. And 10, seeking clarity is one of the most freeing things you can do for yourself. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it resonated with you and gave you some good things to think about and implement as you close out your year or your day, whenever you're listening to this. And thank you for being here as always. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 